0: Niggas, my BK niggas Back of town, baby. Uh Lennox Feet Yo up, nigga. Uh-huh. Yo But shit's getting critical. The way cats fighting is despicable, pitiful, unoriginal, the shit is miserable. I'm a businessman, I ain't trying to be lyrical. Damn, it's a miracle. Thought y'all were veterans. Which flow's ill, huh? Mine was your medicine? Now you in the game, lame sound the best you ever been. Play right, I catch you late night, nigga, like me. Get dirty down, now your actions gone. Acting in front, nigga, after tax, you're done. Cars are packed in New York, let stop biking and start writing and start counting. When the fuck we start bouncing We stash ounces, making niggas start. Rocks and
1: jeans and that shit look high on me So give me that, yo man, I'm about to pocket it right I'm going make this look good, you watch it rockin' it right Oh, shit! Man, this was a wild-ass weekend This is King No Uncensored And we're gonna talk the only Game 7 But before we get into that I'm gonna try to make this shit as quick as possible Ha 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 so, a little straight news before we get to the games and shit. The second round is finally settled. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about my voice. Still fucked up. I don't know why. I don't know why, y'all. I'm just going to go cold turkey, but whatever. The Milwaukee Bucks head coach, Mike Budenholzer, believes that Giannis Antetokounmpo may want to play for a bigger market team in the near future. I mean, Giannis is a big-name player who's never really been a real free agent to try to test out. He's never been recruited before by a team. So it could be a major possibility that he leaves the Bucks. But, however, if he does, he's a sucker. You want to know why he's a sucker? Because of the simple fact that um, he talks all this shit about loyalty and I didn't need a super team to get it done. But it also depends on where he goes, too. If he doesn't go to a a team that's already laced up, then it's kind of like, okay, It's not a sucker move, but if he goes to a team that's, like, already good and already loaded, like, say, for example, if he went to the Portland uh, Trail Blazers to play with Dave, that would be awesome. That team would not be a super team. But, however, they would have to get rid of a lot of players, to fit Giannis onto that team. But if he went to the Clippers, if he went to the Lakers, that would be some sucker shit. Super sucker ducker shit. But, Bootenhoser needs to worry about his motherfucking job. Because low-key, I wouldn't be surprised if they fired him after this season. Because it's giving fire me vibes. It just does. So, the Memphis Grizzlies, it's a rumor that they may trade center Steven Adams to start Brandon Clark at center next year. Brandon Clark is currently recovering from a torn ACL. So, I don't think Clark's going to be back until maybe close to the playoffs next year. I feel like they need to upgrade, though. I like Brandon Clark. He would be a good starter. But I don't know. I have a feeling that, like I said, I think that Brandon Clark should start at the four. And they should sign a way better center. And get rid of Jaron Jackson. That's just me. A lot of people might not like that, especially from Memphis, but Memphis needs to upgrade. Like Ja and Bain are fine, but they need stuff behind them. Pause. They need a better, they need another guy that could get you 20. Jackson, you know, played good, but it wasn't good enough. They need a guy like Jordan Poole that's 6'7", that plays the small forward position. I think that's along the lines of what the Grizzlies truly need. All right, we're going to get right to these games. So, Saturday, right? Let's fast forward. Cheers. <laughs> We got our first game one of the semifinals, and it's Denver versus the Phoenix Suns, as the Denver Nuggets defeated the Fanta Suns, the Fanta Suns, 125-107. Damn, I wasn't expecting this coming out the gate. I knew Denver was probably going to win game one, but not like this. The first half, it seemed like the Phoenix Suns were keeping up with them. But Denver's role players came to party. But here's the problem. I told y'all, like all y'all Denver motherfuckers. I mean, y'all bitch showed up last series against the Clippers, you know, when the Clippers were down their two best players. But now, you got a fully healthy team now. Low key. Ever since, this is the first team outside of the Dallas Mavericks that Phoenix played that was actually healthy. Like this is your real test, Phoenix, because this team on paper should contend for a championship, should go to the finals with this team. But however, the bench did not show up to play. we were not up to par. But however, Kevin Durant had a great game though. 29 points and 14 rebounds Devin Booker had 27 points and 8 assists but was a non-factor in the 4th quarter he did absolutely nothing in the 4th quarter he was great in the first half though but the story of the Suns was they're they're lacking on the bench and I told y'all Monty Williams I don't know what the fuck he's doing like, this dude got Terrence Ross, TJ Warren on the bench, and he doesn't play him. And he decided to opt for starting Okogi over Tory Craig, who has been very productive in the playoffs. Weirdo shit. Let's look at Denver. The Nuggets look ready, they look primed, prim, and proper, and ready for the fucking championship in this game like joker had 24 points and 19 rebounds and five assists aaron gordon was big for them 23 points wow porter had a good first half jamal murray of course has been the story all playoffs jamal murray out devin booker I honestly think that Jamal Murray might be a better player than Devin Booker in my opinion. I mean, 34 points, five rebounds, and nine assists. I just think Jamal Murray just was ready and Devin Booker was a little bit flabbergasted and couldn't really do anything about it. But My thoughts on this game is just very simple. Denver and their role players and their bench, by the way, because Bruce Brown had 14 points off the bench. I mean, Denver's bench wasn't really that productive. I just feel like, (coughs) excuse me, that, um, what's his name? I just feel like Murray's performance and Joker's performance was just incredible. I just think that Aaron Gordon showing up, like, if the Denver Nuggets role players like Caldwell Pope, uh, Porter, and um. Yeah, because this is the first time Denver's been healthy in two years. So you kind of knew you were going to get, like, an A1 level performance from these guys. But I think just Denver just did what they were supposed to do, which was protect home court. But moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so Sunday, we had a game one in the conference semifinals. And I told y'all, I hate to say I told you so, but the New York Knicks are in trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. They are in trouble, trouble, trouble. As the New York Knicks lose at home game one, 108 to 101 to the Miami Heat, the Cinderella story of the NBA, even though this is not your typical eight seed. This is an eight seed that's focused on not only winning another one for Udonis, (laughs) but trying to get Tyler Hero back by the finals. So they're doing this for Little Saint, okay, because Jimmy Butler was incredible, but however, unfortunately jimmy butler suffered an ankle injury in the fourth quarter of the game we we don't know his status but if you know jimmy butler like i know jimmy butler he playing like unless there's something completely wrong with jimmy i don't see him like missing game two for shit for shit or nobody he's gonna probably re-injure that motherfucker but guess what he's still gonna fucking play in my eyes so 108 101 huh let's see Jimmy Butler had 25 points 11 rebounds bam at a bio at 16 points and eight rebounds Gabe Vincent was the story here like this is what happens when you have knockdown shooting on your team like a guy like Gabe Vincent can get off and go crazy He had 20 points and 5 assists. Kyle Lowry though, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists off the bench. Kevin Love, although he had 9 points, you saw his fingerprints on the game. You saw what he brought to this team with the 3 point shooting. With the, um, what they call that shit, the outlet passes. I mean, he was nothing short of amazing in this game. And Miami Heat, they were down the first two and a half quarters. New York was in control of the game the entire first half. Like, R.J. Barrett came to play. OB Toppin, he came to play. Man, the Pistons should have drafted him instead of Killian. I just blurted that shit out, and I don't care. Man, you be always talking about reporters can't hear personal. But well, I'm not reporters, bitch. Now, RJ Barrett had 26 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Wasted game by not finishing the job. That's very unfortunate. So they did it without Julius Randle also. Randle did not play. I told y'all if Randle continues to not play, this could end very early for the New York Knicks and all the bodegas would close and all the Timberlands would be creased. I'll be topping at 18. Jalen Brunson at 25.7 assists, 5 rebounds. But This is another case of good is just not good enough. You understand? Good just ain't good enough. And the Knicks had an ample opportunity to actually win this one. And they folded. As I thought they would. I mean, I give the Knicks two... But they were supposed to be at home. That shit might end in five. Especially if Miami goes up 2-0. Like, New York is not winning a game in Miami. You can tell them I said that. Now let's move on to the main storyline here. The main storyline is we had a classic Game 7 and it's classic for many reasons. Steph Wardell, Stephen Curry had a 50-point Game 7. And as they say, it's the only one. Because I heard uh, KD had the record for points scored in the Game 7. But that record is no more. As Wardell came through with a 50-piece dinner with a biscuit and no drink as the Warriors beat the Kings at home for the second time, as I predicted. I predicted this series to the T. You want to know why? Because I know both teams. I've watched both teams. I know how they play. I know how they are. They're complete clones of each other. You got a former Warriors assistant coach coaching the Kings. I mean, you would think that it's two different entities but they're the same entity as the warriors beat the kings 120 to 100 the era fox i'm just dis- i was a little disappointed in fox i thought he would be a lot more aggressive in the second half he was aggressive coming out but wasn't aggressive to close for some reason But I believe he was neutralized. And that happens to young teams when they overachieve. They get a little overconfident. And my brother told me something yesterday that Sabonis was getting punked by Looney. And that may be the truth. But Sabonis still kind of showed up scoring-wise. He did have 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. Those are usual Sabonis numbers. But Sabonis got out-hustled. I think that was what he was trying to tell me. Like, we grew up in the era where big men were not getting out-hustled by big men that weren't better than them on the regular. I mean, despite Sabonis' weaknesses... Malik Monk tried with 14 points, 9 rebounds. Terrence Davis had a hell of a performance off the bench. But Golden State just wanted it more. Golden State just had absolute production from the starting lineup. Not much of a production from Jordan Poole, who has been god-awful in that series. He was horrible. And hopefully he can bounce back in this next series, which we'll talk about in a moment. But Kevon Looney, 11 points, 21 rebounds, 4 assists. Draymond Green, 8 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Andrew Wiggins, 17 points, 7 rebounds. Wiggins was big in this game. Sometimes you need Wiggins' 15 points. You need that to just get an edge on the opponent. Clay Thompson was good the entire second half. He was excellent in that second half. He had 16 points. And some of the shots he was hitting was crazy. But your big story is Steph Curry. Steph Curry showed why he is, in, in my book, I think he's a top 10 all-time great player because of this performance alone, at this stage of his career, he's still winning championships. He's still big balling the shot calling. He's a part of the only dynasty left in the NBA. And the NBA was built on dynasties where one person, a team was built around and they were successful for eight to 10 years. That was what was considered A dynasty. And Steph is in my top 10 for sure. And it's ranked a lot higher than what you fake-ass experts and you fake-ass niggas that think you know hoops rank him. Because if Steph is not in your top 10, I want to know why. Because this man is not only the greatest shooter of all time, but one of the great all-time leaders in history. Steph put the team on his back, scored 50 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and showed those young niggas that the Golden State Warriors ain't nothing to fuck with. And now that this series has ended, now we got one more series to predict here, and that's the Golden State Warriors will play the Los Angeles Lakers in the playoffs. Shout out to the real Lakers fans and not the LeBron fakers fans. That's not going to be here when LeBron leaves the Lakers. I'm talking about the real Lakers fans. I'm no longer a fake, a fake, a-, 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 a faker fan because y'all fucked this franchise up with y'all bullshit. But fuck my personal bias. Let's talk about business. Warriors and Lakers predictions. I'm going to say this shit here and I'm going to make this shit clear. The odds say, yeah, the, yeah, the Lakers won the season series three to one. But neither versions of these teams played each other because Andrew Wiggins wasn't there for some of those games. Steph Curry was injured. You know what I'm saying? Um, Clay wasn't there for a couple of those games. So this, these versions, and then the Lakers didn't have D'Lo. Didn't have Vanderbilt. Didn't have, uh, who's the other guy, Malik Beasley? They didn't have these guys. Even though Malik Beasley has been completely atrocious in his playoffs, I think this is the series that he shows up in. That's just me. But my thoughts on this, it's going to be a lot of high scoring. You got a team that plays half court versus a team that likes to run. Lakers don't do well against teams that like to run. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors in six games over the Lakers. I believe that the Lakers will have Adam Silver's presence in in, in all six of these games. But in order to beat the rig, what do you do? You shoot threes. And what are the Golden State Warriors? A three-point shooting team. Now, everybody is talking about Anthony Davis, about what Anthony Davis is going to do. And in my opinion, I'm not worried about Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis can be neutralized because... Anthony Davis really, like, for a series, only mentally has it for two games. I think Anthony Davis is going to have two dominant games. I think LeBron James is going to ball out every game because LeBron has to. This is um, low-key. This this could... You know, LeBron has had a losing history against the Golden State Warriors. Like, LeBron, series-wise... Is 1-3 versus Steph Curry. LeBron needs to win this series, in my opinion, more than Steph Curry does. Steph Curry has nothing to prove in this series. Absolutely nothing. This is just another series for Steph and the Warriors. I feel like LeBron and Anthony Davis have more to prove because they've been disappointing as a unit and injuries have taken them off the map multiple years. Now they're healthy. Now it's no excuses. And they have a complete team. But however, even with that, I'm going to go with the dynasty. I'm going to go with the team that's been together longer. I'm going to go with history. Because Steph Curry always beats LeBron. Always. It's like human nature at this point. It's like, why does Steph do me that way? Pause. But it's true. A lot of y'all Fakers fans not going to like this analysis here. But now, D'Angelo Russell got to check Steph. Dun, dun, dun. I don't think that kid's ready. I think the Lakers are probably going to put Vanderbilt on Steph. But I think... Steph's going to put Vanderbilt in the goddamn cleaners. But, um... I'm just going to give the edge to the more experienced playoff team and not a team that won a paper championship and a Mickey Mouse chicken wing Chinese food chicken championship. But that's my show. This is King Known Uncensored. Game sevens, and I'm gone.